following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. Ladies and gentlemen, today we say goodbye to one Sajay Williams. Oh, man. This is a... Uh... And Troy Coverdale. Bye, bye Troy. You're, you're heading off the game, too. Oh. <laughs> it's, Wait, just gonna this, and, it's just going to be Mitch and Dave. Is this breaking news? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the blue shirts are leaving us? <laughs> it's, what, what happens when you leave, you get to fire one other person. Yeah, it, it, here's what's problematic about that. We should have been wearing red shirts today. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the, on the money with... Right. Yes, exactly. That's right. The Star Trek red shirt. <laughs> Troy was, always dies. Troy was so embarrassed by missing the 10 cent question yesterday. He's like, right. I can't come back. From this. I'm out. Bye. I'm gone. Bye. No, I know Troy's going to be uh, leaving us for a couple of days next week because he's taking on another task here at the radio station for Brandon Peoples. Very nice. Finagling because of vacations. Uh, ah. You know, that's always funny. Someone goes on vacation and that just means someone else has to take over your stuff. <laughs> so that means that Tuesday and Wednesday you're on the spot in here, man. Woo boy. Yeah, so don't know this, uh, you know, an hour and a half before tip-off, you're like... I'm doubtful. <laughs> oh, no. Then call in the cavalry, you know what I mean? Pressure's on. We got to call in Matt Walters will come back oh. in, maybe Kurt, so we get them in for a special show. Well, speaking of doubtful, we'll get to uh, a piece of basketball doubtful news here in just a moment, but some, I mean, in my world, some major breaking news that just popped about an hour ago. Vince McMahon is retiring from the WWE even though there have been those allegations, the sexual misconduct allegations, paying off four women $12 million for that sexual misconduct, despite those allegations, I was not expecting him to retire. But I, I, I would guarantee what happened, and I don't know this for sure, but what my prediction would be, board of the directors, they had to make the call. Yeah. And they're like, dude... This is not the end of what the Wall Street Journal is going to have on you. There's going to be more reports coming out. They're investigating is not done. Or the company that was hired to investigate these allegations and more misconduct, there's still a lot of word on the street that there's still a lot to come on that. This is them maybe getting ahead of it and saying like, hey, let's not hurt the image of the company anymore. Let's just send you out to pasture. You've had a hell of a run. But let's call it a day and let's move on. Let's try to bring something positive to the company. And they are certainly going to do it, in my opinion, because who's going to take over his daughter, Stephanie, and her husband, Triple H, who are fantastic leaders. What they have done personally, the work that they've done to enhance the product, uh, also evolve it into a very positive direction. They have done a fantastic job for what they've done. They have created solid contact. Meanwhile, here's the analogy I like to use. Like somebody that's like who's an electrician has a job of like wiring a house. Imagine you get this house all done and then the and then your boss comes in, doesn't like the work, rips it all out and does it himself. Vince McMahon has done that multiple times over the last few years 
for whatever reasons, I'm not even sure what the reasons are, but just wasn't happy with what was written for the shows. And because of that, it has really suffered. The content has really suffered. It's been a joke. It's been hard to watch. I've stopped watching. It's been so bad. And I've seen a lot of bad content before. But it hasn't been this consistent than what we've seen the last three or four years. This last WrestleMania was fantastic because of Stone Cold Steve Austin, among others. But Stone Cold Steve Austin coming back, that's must-see TV. And then Vince takes the worst stunner I've ever seen. And that's the last we really see of him. Which, by the way, Vince McMahon's last match, Pat McAfee. Oh yeah, <laughs> who is they really? Oh boy, they they that fell into their laps. I don't think anybody expected him to be quite as good as he's been. Not only on the mic, but in the ring, he was good. Yeah, he's he has been really good. He's good. He's a natural like Ronda Rousey. Yeah, he's he's not as a, good as Ronda Rousey, right? But he's good, you know. And he's so funny. I, I love Pat McAfee, but I can only think about the amount of tension that has been there between. Vince and Stephanie and Triple H, given that Stephanie really had been one in charge of creative for so long, and Vince kind of overruling her down the stretch of late. So both Stephanie and Triple H kind of stepped down from their roles or like took a pause from their roles, which I mean, they're like CEO, CEO type of stuff. And uh, like right before these allegations surfaced. They knew it, the blank was about to hit the fan, and they probably weren't happy by uh, potentially what the old man has been doing, and they wanted to separate themselves from that, but now they have returned. And so, I mean, AEW owner Tony Khan comes out, and uh, they don't consider WWE competition, but I mean, they are. They, they definitely are. And he comes out, I mean, absolutely not wasting any time with those heaters. I don't have the tweet pulled up, but he said something like, uh, I am proud to be the now the longest tenured CEO in professional wrestling. Ooh. And he waited 10 or 15 minutes after Vince McMahon's tweet of saying, I'm 77, time to call it. Which, just by reading his tweet, I know. I know for a fact. This is something he did not want to do. And I wasn't expecting it. I am totally surprised that Vince McMahon is retiring. I was I was suspecting him to uh, expecting him to die mm. in the gorilla position, <laughs> like yeah. he was going to go out <laughs> backstage at some show. Right, he was going to croak. He like especially after what he did that next time on they were on TV, he did that quick statement and then just dropped the mic and walked. I know that it was a bottom line thing. They lo- they showed him like Vince, if you stick around, this is what's going to happen to this. It had to be. And you have to you have to step down. Every time it's a one guy who does something like you know uh, runs a company or a team, and it's like that Vince McMahon, Jerry Jones kind of larger than life persona. It always ends badly. It never ends with them riding off into the sunset or even you know going out doing what they love. It's always some they're getting shoved out. By a bunch of people that weren't there at the beginning, you know, that were are just their board of directors. It it always ends like this for for people like Vince McMahon. Here's the oh, here's the way to keep that from happening. Don't do stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I How mean, honest, on, on, honestly, don't don't do stupid stuff. Uh, I mean, it, it just yeah. The, well, the arrogance that gets involved in these things it's it's amazing to me. It's well, and I mean, 
if you want to call it cancel culture or whatever, I think we were moving towards that direction that sooner or later, like fans and just people in general are going to start speaking up and be like, hey, what the hell is this? You're still letting this guy come on TV, even though he is the owner of a publicly traded company. He has the majority of the shares. But just, I mean, th- this is kind of getting ridiculous. And I think also some wrestling fans have been in a lot of denial about this because he has been in charge for so long, has given you so many amazing memories. I mean, he is responsible for creating Hulk Hogan, The Rock, The Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, like some of the most larger-than-life characters that anybody would recognize on any given day. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden he's in a bunch of potentially a bunch of trouble. The the fact that he took a wrestling promotion and saw what was going on with TBS at the time with its regional and recognized what he could do on a national scale if given an opportunity. That is just amazing to realize where he took the WWE over the years from where it was as a beginning and and turned it into national in a matter of just five years really and really i mean made some people mad along the way absolutely yeah buying up the territories but the biggest gamble he ever made was wrestlemania one true the closed circuit television yeah extravaganza put all his money on that one event and it, it was a gamble that paid off. Right. No one's going to pay for that. Even though WrestleMania 1 was terrible. <laughs> it was, it, well, I watched it back five or six years ago. It was terrible. Mm. Terrible event. But back then, it was something that we really had never seen before. Right. And it worked. Yeah, closed circuit for boxing was a limited thing. You know, think about that for a moment. That, uh, that the biggest boxing matches that were closed circuit were few and far between. Yeah. I mean, like Ollie Frazier was yeah. on ABC. Was that on ABC. Blows my right, mind. exactly. That blows my. They'd make you pay for that twice today. Right. You know what I mean, if that happened, you'd be paying two hundred bucks. Well, and back that. then, Vince didn't have Monday Night Raw until '93. All, right. all he had was was the the biggest thing. Saturday night's main event was Saturday night. Yeah, and that was once every on NBC. four weeks. I will say, prior to that, though. He did a really good job of pushing it to kids. Like, like it well, had yeah. never really been done before, where it was like, you, as a kid in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, like, I had to have all the stuff. The little dolls, you know, the, the beat-em-up dolls. Oh, yeah. All the little toys. I had a few of those, yeah. Man, like, you, you had to have that stuff. And he did such a great job of, like, really – promoting to you as a kid it was it was musty tv on saturdays man it, it, it was over the line to have the hulk hogan one tell kids to take make sure that they took their steroids <laughs> and <the> vitamins. Hey! <laughs> steroids. <laughs> hey don't forget about saying your prayers yeah, that's right that's right <laughs> but also do not forget that second cycle of uh, steroids now guys vince mcmahon though he had a a bad habit of not knowing when to evolve from the big-time babyface, and Hulk Hogan was a fantastic oh. example of that. Getting booed out of arenas after being on top for so long, John Cena went through that. But now everybody respects John Cena, not so much with Hulk Hogan. Right. That's because of a sex tape. Right. But nobody, and I will say this forever, and it will never change, Stone Cold Steve Austin is the biggest name to ever enter that company Yeah. because of Vince McMahon and their rivalry. It was, uh, 
you can definitely say numbers like merch wise. I I I, I Austin three sixteen is yeah. the best selling T shirt of all time. Of all time, and I mean that is not not that's nothing to be like oh big deal. That's big time deal. He's made a lot of money for that company and for himself with the merchandise. Big time. It's crazy. It's crazy how much money they made. Nobody gets a pot. And I, I I've been to many great K State games where heard the loudest pops. Everybody likes a lot of people like to bring up, and I as well the Baylor game in 2011. Where Arthur Brown got that interception, the tip pass on fourth down, oh. like the place exploded. I have never in my life heard a crowd pop like when you hear the glass shatter and here comes Stone Cold Steve Austin. The loudest, most deafening reaction I've ever heard to something like that was when I was sitting fifth row to WrestleMania and the Georgia Dome goes berserk. The roof came off the freaking place. Yeah. Incredible. It's like nuts. You get, you, you, nothing like that. I don't know, though. I, I mean, I always do this test with people, like, as far as their impact on our culture. I always say, does my mom know who this person is? Because that's how I know they've crossed over into that, like, stratosphere. When my mom, who's not, doesn't pay attention to this stuff. If I said to her, who's Hulk Hogan, she'd know who Hulk Hogan is. If I said, do you know who Stone Cold Steve Austin is? She might have a tough time. I would be surprised. I think she might be able to pick him out of the lineup. But then a little further, my grandparents. If I said to my grandpa, 86 years old, point out Hulk Hogan in this picture, it'd be instantaneous. He knows exactly who that guy is. But Stone Cold, I don't know if he could do it. I, I, I don't know if he reached... As far as pop culture goes, but as far as merchandise. Not, not pop culture. But merchandise, um, impact in wrestling. As far as people under the age of like 50, no doubt who's bigger. There's well, no doubt. The no pop doubt. culture argument, that actually goes with The Rock. The Rock will win yeah. the pop culture argument. Hogan, Hogan, not so much anymore. Right. But he is with the older generation. I, I, th- very- and I, I think they're like neck and neck. I mean, really. he. It, yeah. it's, and it's because Hogan was the face of the event. Rock. Hogan was the guy when they made the move from regional to national. Yeah, here's my guy. And so here's, he was no, he here's was our guy. Right, exactly. Guy. He was front and center but, out but, of the whole thing. But Vince in the late 90s had two Hogans at one time. Yeah. I mean, con- completely struck gold in the in the late 90s with Crazy. Austin and Rock. Crazy. I mean, he will, wrestling will never have that ever again. No. Well, I don't think any sport will have that kind of of global reach like wrestling did in the late 90s. I mean, and the thing is, I mean, around here, sports are to the United States anyway, like the NBA. They try to get out there and be global. I mean, Brooklyn Nets, we we know with Brett Yormark tried to get international, but WWE has that kind of reach. Not really. The NFL is also doing the same thing, but it's nothing anywhere similar to WWE's had a big time head start. Anyway, we got, I didn't want to talk about that the whole first segment. I just wanted to mention it, but. I also want to continue this segment because sure. uh, the other note I wanted to get to, as a matter of fact, it's a headline, but, I mean, Vince McMahon stepping down. That's big pretty deal. gigantic news. Yeah, that is gigantic news. Yeah. Um, the the basketball tournament. The Purple and Black do play today. It's the it's the first-round matchup, and they play at 6 o'clock, Coke Arena in Wichita against the Lone Star Legends. Michael Beasley is doubtful for this game. And in fact, the starting five will be just go ahead. tweeted out by TBT. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's Pullen, McGurl, Justin Edwards, Walker, and Gibson. 
That's a really good line. I don't. I I would doubt uh, Michael Beasley's even there. Yeah, I don't think he's there. Um, maybe something did happen. I don't know, but I I, I do feel like, and, and don't get me wrong, Jacob Pullen and Bill Henry Walker. Both being there and playing, that is a draw in itself. It's a big deal. That is fantastic. And you yeah. just so happen to also throw in Martavius Irving and uh, like Justin Edwards, Mike McGurl. Uh, to me, that's uh, Thomas Gibson and Jordan Henriquez Roberts, who's also going to play, he says. Uh, that's the icing on the cake. A- but to see Pullen and Bill Walker play with each other one more time is phenomenal. That's awesome. And that's awesome. I-, I wish I could go watch that game. But I know, I mean, there are going to be some disappointed fans tonight. That. Because you know they sold some tickets when they announced Michael Beasley. Oh. And there's going to be some folks disappointed, certainly. But you're going to be disappointed you don't see Michael Beasley. You're still going to be entertained tonight, I think. Sure. Because it's not like they don't have a good team right. set up. And I know they've also, uh, not purple and black, but it has been announced. I don't know if it's by the TBT, but that a handful of other players that are supposed to be on that team that weren't necessarily Casey alum. Uh, are probably out tonight as well. So seems like now the purple and black, when they tip off at six, are going to have a more limited roster than what they were expecting. So, And if they're winning, we're going to forget about Michael sure. Beasley not being on that team sure. quickly. And you know what? If they're winning and there's a little more eyes on it, maybe Michael Beasley goes, ah, yeah, <laughs> I'll play. Let's go. You're saying there's money, huh? Oh, it's going to be on, it's on ESPN? Ah, okay, yeah, let's go. Uh, that's where it's going to be. You're going to be able to watch. At least you can make it uh, quickly down to Coke Arena in Wichita <laughs> and uh, check out the Purple and Black tonight. Right now. Right now. Uh, but right now. Uh, tip-off is at 6 o'clock. Nice. So you you got to have that uh, subscription mm-hmm. to watch it. Uh, and I was going to try to end the show. And I wasn't joking. Like I was, I, I kind of want to try to end the show early so those listening, you can uh, have a few more minutes to uh, buffer whatever you got to sure. do to get ready. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and these gentlemen and Sage give you guys some time to get a little head start to get home early. You, know, DG and I, we don't live too far from the station. We can get home in a couple of minutes. I can get home in two seconds. Fire up the fire up the Xbox One and. Uh, Ooh, I got the Hulu package. Hulu, so I get ESPN Plus and Disney Plus in the pack. You know what I'm saying? So I just turn the TV on. I tell, well, I find the remote from Sophia, and then I turn the TV on. But that usually takes me about 20 minutes. What is Sophia's favorite TV show? Uh, uh, the channel, the, the, the channel where the volume is up at the, the maximum and all the things. She just loves the, the idea bells and whistles. that she can hit a button and the TV does things. Like she's figured that out. So now she just does the volume and she's like, ha 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 ha. And like that's really loud, and then she loves to change the channel, like and pause it to you know Hulu. She's a pause and stuff. Um, she doesn't like. <laughs> Would you guys quit talking? I'm trying to listen to Absolutely. this. Absolutely, Ellie Kids on hey, YouTube. She loves that. Stuff. You just wait until she tunes in Fox News and then cranks up. To- <laughs> I'll be like, oh, the parental block. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go anywhere. When we come back, I, I wanted to save this for Sage's last show. She's going to pop into the other studios. Big Steve is going to take over. We play our weekly episode of Do They Know It? Up next. Big Steve, what did I say no, about no, no, this no, song? No, 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 no. You cannot blame this on me. Sage? Yeah. 
plays by our own rules on her last yeah, day. Hey, does man, whatever she wants. Fast and loose. Fast and loose. I already knew that was going to happen. I even texted her right before we jumped back in. Like, you better take the blame for this I one. I love... No, I know this one. This is... um, It's a bob. Mitch is the only one that doesn't like it. This is I'm the, not the only main one. menu screen of SimCity 3. Is it <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Okay, Nothing that like I trying to know. get fired on your last day. Yeah, that's the goal. Like, that's, <laughs> like what are you going to do? Fire me? Yeah. So, okay. God. I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but... Our our friend Sloan at K Rock says that every time he's been like a manager in charge, if it's someone's last day, he tells them not to come in because he knows that they're gonna do crazy stuff, especially if they're an on air person. So he's like, he waits until the last the second to last day. And he goes, why don't you just pop in and say bye at the party we're throwing for you? But uh, as far as on the air stuff, don't even worry about it. <laughs> uh, have you ever heard of that before? No, no. Especially on I radio. don't mind. I don't mind that strategy, though. Yeah, I get really it. Smart. I mean, it's a it's a great way to CYA. So, well, for Sage, uh, does anybody know what CYA means? Cover yeah. your apostrophe. But, there you go. Oh, well. Everybody looked at me like, <laughs> yeah. Steve guys, they're throwing out acronyms. Crypto Yousef. America. So, well, the furniture just started levitating. What did you just say? Yeah, now that's funny. Wow, get the applause going. Oh, that's funny. Well, when it comes for a party for Sage, maybe this is about as far as we get. So, Big Steve, hit it. Today is a special day. I know it, but I wouldn't be able to answer it, so don't don't do ah. it. Today is Sage's last day with us. I yes. am not oh. a country gal. I am not a country. And in classic, the game fashion, we've got to shake up this contest. You wanted Mitch to lose, and you threw me into the fire with it. I'm not okay with this. So let's test both hers and their knowledge right now on Do, do They Know It. Know it. Welcome in to game number 26 this afternoon. Of course, Sage's last game Yay! with us. Man, Yay, Sage's last day, yeah! Photographic memory in the other room to pull up the clips. Nice wow. job. Oh, yeah, that took me a minute to go and remember exactly which dates they were, too. That was fantastic. All right, so we are changing a few things this afternoon. Here's how the game is changing. Sage will be allowed to pick her own teammates. Mm -hmm. And I say teammates, plural. You can Ooh. have as many or as less as this you isn't want. Good. So if that means if you want to stick somebody by themselves, you can. Or if you God. want to go on your own, you can. Either Mitch way. Knows what I want to do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So while okay. you think this over, I'll explain how this game works. So we have three categories, movies, TV shows, and music. Two options per category. You tell me what you want to hear. I play it for you. I tell you the decade it's from. And then you got to give me the answers for movies. I'm looking for the name of the film, the name of the actor or actress. In the case of an animated movie, you get a bonus point if you can get both the actor, actress, and character. Uh, TV shows, I'm looking for the name of the show, name of the character. And then for music, I'm looking for the name of the song and the name of the artist. And... In honor of Sage's last day today, I have kind of rigged it ever so slightly. Uh, Everything oh. is 2000s and newer. Oh, ah, I'm screwed. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Everybody versus Troy. All right. Now, as always, unlimited steals in play. And of course, once you give an incorrect answer, your turn is over. So with all that in oh. mind and out of the way, Sage, who is your team today? My team is only Dave G. Yeah. Only Dave G. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So we're yes. throwing a Mitch and Troy together. In the air. <laughs> yes. All right. So I need team name now. Uh, 
Sage is really cool with a Z. Sage is really cool with a Z. You got it. Okay, that's five points right there. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) (laughs) So we're up five nothing. Troy and I will be hold the sage. Hold the ah. sage. I like it. Ah. All right. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. Hold the sage. <laughs> Please. A little bit of sage goes a long way, guys. All right. That's Just messed up. Recap from last game. We had blown and going three to happy birthday, Lindsay, with a Z5, by the way. With that out of the way, of course, since today is your day, you get to go first. So full board at your disposal. Um, Let's go with... TVA. TVA. It's impossible. All of human history is recorded on the TV. I don't even know what's real anymore. Are submarines real? And to narrow it down, that's within the 2020s. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whoa. Yikes. And you do get a replay for movies and TV. That definitely Just sounded one, like some sort of animated It's an animated thing. for sure. That is 100%. Huh. Play it again. You got it. It's impossible. All of human history is recorded on the TV. I don't even know what's real anymore. Are submarines real? I mean, it sounded like a Rick and Morty thing, but I don't know if he would choose Rick and Morty again. Because I think we've already had that. We have already had that. So far, I've only recycled one thing, and that was for that special episode a couple weeks back. Everything else still has not been reused. Okay. Hey, so can I get a replay on that? No, we already did. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, oh, okay. Good try, though. Oh, um. 2020s, too. So... There's this, there's this cartoon that I've seen. It's called Polar Opposites. Okay. And I, I think it's really funny, and it seems like a Steve O-ish kind of okay. show, but I'm not sure. I'm I not mean, sure. I'll go with that, because I really am not sure, because I would have said Rick and Morty if we hadn't had it before. There we go. Okay. So. We're going to go uh, Polar Opposites. <laughs> would you guys like to steal? I think we should just go for Rick and Morty. Sure. Rick and Morty. So you were close. It's solar opposites. Ah! Right track, wrong word. With a Z. Yeah, with a Z. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Sage. I'm so sorry. Oh, my. You you got close, though. You got close. All right. Solar, solar, because they're they're aliens. Uh You're good. Troy and I will pick song B. Song B. If you ever feel alone and the glare makes me hard to find Just know that I'm always very loud on the other side Troy knows And this. that's within the 2010s. Troy knows Well, this. I know that's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh, Sing it, Mitch. It? Sing it. Wow. You did the Christina Record Aguilera deal. Hand Hold on. Thing. Record deal. That was it. <laughs> Yeah, don't suppress that. Need me to hum okay. some beats? Dude. Yeah. No, when we when we put that out there, block that. We don't want anybody coming in and stealing Mitch from us because of <sighs> Wow. Can I get a lifeline? I know somebody that knows this song. No lifelines. Good try though. I can I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. You guys yeah. forfeit the point? Forfeit. I guess. All right. Uh, 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 yeah. All right. For the steal, you guys want to guess the name of that song for me? So I know how the lyrics kind of go, and I'm not sure if that's the right word for the the uh, title, because I know it's like, it's like you're my mirror. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. But I don't think it's... Mirror, staring back at me. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if it's mirrors or if it's... I don't think it's like mirrors. I don't yeah. think it's mirrors. 
Oh, goodness. Oh, my God. And this was everywhere when it came out. This song was hard to get away from, and I can't believe I don't remember. I mean, it's, I can't remember. I don't believe. I don't remember JT. Um, Five seconds. God. Yeah. <laughs> Five seconds. <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll try it. Like, yeah, yeah. just what? Just mirror or like, it's like my, you're my yeah. mirror? Mirrors. Mirrors. That is mirrors. I was like holding everything back. I'm like, guys, that is it. Just (laughs) guess it. Please. On Sajay's last date, go, uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, it is your guys' turn again. So uh, you've got TVB, Music A, and both movies on the board still. Whatever you feel. Um, Let's try the other song off. Music A. I see this life like a swinging vine. Swing my heart across the line. In my face is flashing signs. Seek it out and ye shall find the old. But I'm not that old. Young, but I'm not that bold. And I don't think the world is sold. I'm just doing what we're told. That's from the 2010s. Everything that kills me makes me feel alive. Ah, I have to like hum through it all. Dreaming about the things that we could be. We're getting a little hint of that. Yeah, there you go. Just sing it out loud. Everything you got. You'll be counting stars. It's counting stars. Dang it! Yeah! 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 (laughs) And the artist. Republic. Oh my god! Not joking, I knew that one. Really? <laughs> Troy did too. Did you see him? He's like, right, yeah, let's on, go. Yeah. Damn, I didn't know. <laughs> I have to count. I have to go through that whole thing. Oh my god! Great right. job. Uh, Quick awesome. look at the scoreboard. Sage is really cool with a Z three <laughs> to hold the Sage's one. We've got TVB and both movies left on the board. Uh, movie. A. Movie A. Imagine you're designing a building, right? You consciously create each aspect. But sometimes it feels like it's almost creating itself, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's from the 2010s. Yeah, I know that one. Man, I am really excited to answer the steel. Troy, do you know? I've got a guess on it. Should we hear it one more time? Hut, sure. hut. All right, here it is one more time. Imagine you're designing a building, right? Have you guys ever heard of this uh, thing? It's called the Sometimes Uber it feels Dam. like it's almost creating oh. itself, if you know what I mean. Yeah. All right, so table talk. That's Leo, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. Inception. Ah! We're tied up. Hey, listen. On Sage's last day, can I just tell you something, dude? What? You should have been like, okay, the team that she's not on, you should have been playing them like the most obscure, stupid. Hold on, do you want to know my original concept for all this? No. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, we don't have time for it. I'll tell you off the air during the commercial break. All right, we're back around to Sage and Dave G. We're tied right now. You got movie B, TV B left Let's on the board. try the other movie option. Yeah. Movie B. Perhaps I have been a bit uh, harsh on our new garbage boy. He has taken a bold risk, and we should reward that. That's from the late 2000s. Yes. So the movie's Ratatouille. <laughs> know if I know, it's like character or actor because yep. I know he's the head chef but I don't know what his name is mm. he's the head chef of the restaurant before Linguini takes right. over Oof. but I do not remember what his name is so you know the voice actor I probably do but I don't know it right now so no <laughs> like when you say it I'll probably be like oh of course it's that person oh 
God, I don't know any of these. <laughs> Troy? Any of this. Do you have a guess on who that actor would be? I- uh, Pierre is the guy's name, the character's <laughs> name. Okay. Okay. Now we're clear. All right. Um, there still is a replay available. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Here's the replay. Perhaps I have been a bit uh, harsh on our new garbage boy. He has <laughs> taken a bold risk, and we should reward that. Steve Carell. Nope. <laughs> All right. So that was the voice of Ian Holm. Okay. And that is the character Skinner from Skinner. that movie. Okay. Oh. Yeah, no, never heard of the guy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, who is that guy? All right, we're fourth. I'm going to say Nathan Lane. Um, it yeah, actually last, would have been a much better guess. Last TV. Here it is. Walk into the middle of the desert and bury it in the ground. Stay hidden. Live a normal life. What are you doing? Dude, listen, I have never seen her more confident in my entire this entire time she's yeah, been here. I, I know for sure she knows this. I she is killing this, man. All right, Eric, hush. I need a replay. All right, here it is. Walk into the middle of the desert and bury it in the ground. Stay hidden. Live a normal life. Troy's too focused on Twitter to even. No, uh, I'm thinking. You ain't got no idea who it is and what it is. You got nothing. Buried in the desert, live a normal life. And it's what decade you said? Uh, this is from the 2020s. Oh God. Um, I it just off the top of my head, I'm thinking the librarians. I don't know why it strikes me as go for it. Sure, the librarians. Okay. That is Obi Wan Kenobi and Samuel oh. McGregor. Yes. I should have known Star Wars. Yeah, Final so score. <laughs> Sage is really cool with a Z6 to hold the Sage's three. She is the final uh, champion hey, of Sage the show is really here. cool. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Undefeated. Never can be defeated ever again. No. Exactly. Retiring Troy, is the champ. Our backs were against the wall. We weren't meant to win this game. Yeah, right? Exactly. I will concede and allow... Sage to take home the dub. It's not ever normally this rigged, but for today only. (laughs) But hey, let's also not forget, Sage has an exit interview coming up at 540. But when we come back, this is a really special interview because we had a uh, a local student athlete have a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to hit dingers at Dodger Stadium during the All-Star Weekend. That interview with that student athlete coming up next. The last week has been very special for one local softball player and one local baseball player. For the baseball player, Kate Perkins from Manhattan High was drafted in the 19th round by the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, That's really cool. Congratulations. And also, and we're about to hear from her right now, Gracie Erickson from Junction City was invited. She qualified and was invited to Los Angeles, California. And for the All-Star break, the All-Star weekend to compete. She got to compete in the Junior National Home Run Derby. That's a once-in-a-lifetime type of thing she got to compete in. That's awesome. And Gracie joins us now here on the game. Gracie, how did you qualify for that event? So I did a local event in Wamigo, and it was the first time they had ever held one, and I won that. I hit eight over, and then that qualified me for a regional in Kansas City. And I ended up winning that one, too. And then we got an all-expenses-paid trip to L.A. So, Well, how many home runs did it take? How many did you hit for qualifying? 
Um, I hit eight in Wamigo, and then I hit twelve in Kansas City. So, was it your first time in Los Angeles? Yes, it was. Did you know ahead of time, like if you ended up qualifying, that this was all taking place like at Dodger Stadium? I didn't know much about the event until kind of we got the schedule and that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I knew it was in L.A., but I didn't think I was going to be hitting on Dodger Stadium. So what was it like walking into Dodger Stadium for the first time and, and checking out the uh, the whole setup for the event? It was surreal. I mean, they had the fences lined up for baseball. I got to step on Dodger Stadium and shag for the baseball players. And, yeah, it was just really crazy i mean you're walking where how many mlb players have walked before you and yeah okay so did you run into any major leaguers while you're out there we ran into well we got to take a picture with daryl daryl strawberry okay and um yeah that was one of the major ones we met and then i mean we kind of saw just a couple more around we saw um david ortiz at our hotel so, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is really cool. So the, the National Junior Home Run Derby, tell us how exactly that that worked. Like, what was the format of that event? So baseball went first, and it was we woke up early in the morning, got there, kind of got all set up. We were in the third base dugout, which was also really cool to be in. And you kind of – we shagged for baseball first. And, um, and once they were done, then we started with 14U softball. Went in the dugout, got ready, and then before you go up, you warm up on tee, and then you go out into the batter's box and kind of get a couple pitches to get you settled in, and then you get 25 swings. So how'd you do? I hit two over, which, I mean, is better than none, but I was pretty excited with hitting two over at Dodger Stadium. I was going to say, you're probably a little nervous as well, stepping up to the plate. And Was <laughs> yeah. there much of an audience? Uh, no, kind of just our parents and some of the um, All-American baseball players came in to our dugout and we got to meet a bunch of them, and that was pretty cool too. But, um, yeah, they kind of watched, but no, not really. We're speaking with Gracie Erickson from Junction City who competed in the National Junior Home Run Derby at Dodger Stadium over the All-Star Weekend. After you have your plate appearance, you hit your two home runs, what happened after that? Um, they called me into the dugout with the cameras, and then we had the final round, which I wasn't in the final round. But um, there were two girls in the final round, and then they hit another – or did another 25 swings and see who won out of that. So. Yeah, that's that's still really cool though. How do you know how uh, long the porch was? How long of a uh, shot you had to make to get one over the fence? Um, it was 150 feet. Now, what is that like comparable to an actual like softball field? Is that about the same dimensions? It's shorter. So um, a normal softball field is anywhere from 170 normally to 200 and and 20 about. So what's it been like since you got the invite, you got the qualification to go out to Los Angeles for this event, and even coming back home, have you been getting a lot of attention, a lot of people reaching out to you, hearing from family and friends? Yeah, yeah, a little, yeah, a pretty good amount. But, um, yeah, just a bunch of congratulations and telling them how cool the experience was and, yeah. Was there anybody there that uh, you, like, were able to ask for, like, any advice on your swing, uh, anything with softball? Uh, Lauren Chamberlain, actually, she was the 
she played at OU and was a um, a leading home run hitter and had the record for the longest amount of time. And then another girl just beat her out this year. But um, yeah, she was there and she kind of gave us a little bit of advice. I would love to know what you thought of your experience just in Los Angeles. I've been out there a handful of times in this last time, which was just earlier this year. I got to be a tourist a little bit. Actually, in Los Angeles, go to the beach, mm-hmm. like Hollywood and that stuff. Did you get a chance to do any of that? And did you have anything that was your favorite? We did. We went to the Santa Monica Pier and then um, one of my friends, from LA actually took us to um, the Hollywood sign and uh, the Hollywood Boulevard and we got to go baseball wise we got to go to the All-Star Futures game we got to go to the Celebrity Softball game we got to go to the Home Run Derby we did everything down there we went to Playball Park it was yeah a lot of fun did you meet any celebrities kind of just the ones I said earlier I mean Jenny Finch Lauren Chamberlain uh, David Ortiz, Daryl Strawberry. Well, what was it like watching the Home Run Derby? Is it exciting in person as it is maybe watching on TV? Yes, it is. It is better in person because you get to see the ball fly and see how far it goes out in the stands. And, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So when did you know you had – because you're pretty young. You're 15, 16 years old. Is that right? 15, yes. So, I mean, gosh, you're, you're you're pretty young, and you already have this home run type of power. How, when did you know mm-hmm. you had this kind of swing? So, I hit my first home run a year ago, and I've hit two. I hit two this season, so I'm up to three right now. But I kind of I was in a slump for a really long time, and then I kind of broke it and found a lot of power in my swing again, and. I've been trying to just be a base hitter and that kind of stuff ever since. But, I mean, if you hit a home run, you hit a home run. Well, how how developed is your swing as you're now about to be a sophomore? Are, are you able to, you know, depending on the pitch, put it in a certain part of the ballpark? Yeah, yeah. I mean, outside, I take it to – I'm right-handed, so outside, I take it to right field. Um, inside, inside is my favorite pitch, and that's what I like to hit um, – and then high, obviously you want to drive it high, low. You want to drive it low, line drive on the ground. So what would you say is the secret to being a power hitter? What, how, do you, how do you develop that kind of swing? What do you got to do? Oh, my gosh. Just put your hips into it. Your lower body has so much to do with, you, with your swing. If you swing all arms, you're never going to have the type of power that you want to have. You have to use your lower body as well. And just... Hand-eye coordination it also goes a long way. Well, Gracie, what an awesome opportunity you just had. That, that's got to be like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, just if you get to do it every year. And now you get to say that you've hit a home run. You've hit two home runs in Dodger Stadium. So congratulations on that, and good luck with softball uh, this upcoming season. Yeah, thank you. Well, there you have it. Gracie Erickson from uh, Junction City hitting some dingers in Dodger Stadium just a few days ago. Felt like I just interviewed a future big-time player in softball. Keep that. And not to brag, but I did one time hit a home run. It was inside the park, and I was like in third grade. There were like three errors on the play, so it probably should have been ruled as a single. But, you know, nobody was there to score the game, so... Count it as a homie. Count it. Count it. Hour to the game, guys. We have my reasons of why I am so now fired up oh for September 10th. Don't go anywhere right now. Your local news.